Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer. Our church service times are at 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. We're in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Come on over if you're in the region or join us for our first service online at ahop.online. Amen. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. We are contending together for a pure prophetic flow. No false prophets allowed. We vet you. Amen. There's so many false prophets rising. It always disturbs my spirit to see so many of you on their broadcast, liking and sharing. Guys, remember when you do that, you are spreading deception and then the blood is on your hands. Please, 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 please discern the false operations. You don't want the kind of trouble that comes when you start sewing and knitting your heart together with someone who is operating in deception. You don't want it. That's what Discerning Prophetic Witchcraft is about. It's the new book. I've been praying on it and through it for the last couple weeks with you. Uh, you can get your own copy on Amazon or on my website. You can take the webinar at schoolofthespirit.tv. This could save your life. I wouldn't warn you personally if I didn't love you. I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't come to you if I didn't love you. I don't want you to be deceived don't want you to be deceived. Amen. I'm the founder of the Awakening Prayer Hubs Movement, a prayer movement endorsed by Cindy Jacobs, Lou Engel, uh, Bishop Bill Hammond, uh, Becca Greenwood, Dick Eastman, Mike Bickle. The major prayer leaders in the earth have endorsed it because they believe in what we're doing, bringing prayer hubs, individual prayer groups to cities around the world. We're in 18 nations now. Join the movement. Help me help you bring revival to your city. Start a prayer hub, launch a prayer hub, join a prayer hub, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Amen. God is good. Let's get into today's, today's devotional. August 26th, the enemy always overplays his hand. Now, this is from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. Remember, guys, I don't always read them in order. There's a reason for that. It's called being spirit-led. Amen. We're going to be spirit-led today as we pray, as we get into prayer. Lock in with me. 
The enemy always overplays his hand. <laughs> and here's what I heard the Lord say. The enemy always overplays his hand. You can count on it. The enemy is so full of pride and bravado that he will push a little too far, says the spirit of grace. He is the one he will reveal. He is the one behind the scenes wreaking havoc on your life. You may think you're just having a bad day or a bad streak until the enemy pushes a little too far and a little too fast with his agenda and you see it for what it is. The good news is you don't have to wait for him to overplay his hand. Ask me for discernment so you can resist him at the onset. That is a good word. You don't have to wait for the enemy to overplay his hand. Ask the Lord for discernment so you can resist him at the onset. 1 Corinthians 12, 10, Revelation 12, 10, James 4, 7 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, give me more discernment. Give me the gift of discerning of spirits so that I can see and know what I am dealing with and go on the offense rather than the defense. I decree the smoke with which the enemy is trying to cloud my view burns his eyes so that he cannot see my next move. I declare I see and overcome in Jesus name. Amen and amen. That's right, Nancy. Hashtag we see you. That's our new motto around here. Hashtag we see you. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory this morning. You are the one true living God. <laughs> you are the God who discerns all things. Your word is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Your word, oh God, is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Your word is a discerner, the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So father, help us today to be students of the word. So we will not be deceived by the diviners. So we will not be deceived by the prophetic witches so that we will not be deceived by the false prophets. Oh God, help us to be students of your word help us to be lovers of the truth help us to rightly divide the holy scriptures help us lord to go deeper in the holy bible so that we will not be deceived oh jesus we exalt you as the word made flesh we exalt you oh as the word who walked the earth among men we exalt Exalt you as the word who teaches us, leads us, guides us. We exalt you, Jesus, as the word. The word was with God. The word was always with God. The word, the, the God created the world by his word. He framed the world with his word. God, would you help us today to frame our worlds with your word, not with the prophetic word that we hear on Facebook, but with your word, matching up, testing every prophecy 
prophecy against the word, matching up, testing every prophecy against what your spirit has taught us, the illumination of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of grace. We praise you this morning, God, because you've not left us defenseless against witchcraft. You've not left us defenseless against the false prophets. You've not left us defenseless about, uh, 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 against all the, the cults and the, uh, the, the deception in the earth, the spirit of error. You've not left us defenseless, but you've given us your word as a shield. You've given us your word as an umpire. Come on. The word decides what is true and what is not. Anything outside the bounds of the word is false. Anything outside the bounds of the word is illegal. Anything outside the bounds of the word is error. Father, give us such a love for your word that we would meditate upon it day and night so that we could find good success. Help us to meditate on your word day and night and be careful to do everything it says. Help us to meditate on your word day and night so that whatever doesn't line up with what we've meditated upon will be cast out of our minds, cast out of our presence. We're going to cast down false prophecy. We're going to cast down prophetic witchcraft. We're going to cast down every lie. We're going to cast down every vain imagination. We're going to cast down every manipulation. We're going to cast down every control spirit. We're going to cast down. 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 We're going to be like Jeremiah. We're going to tear down, root out, throw down, and destroy everything that doesn't look like God. Every word that didn't come from God. Everything in our lives that doesn't look like God. We're going to root it out. We're going to throw it down. We're going to tear it down. We're going to destroy it. Oh, that's the Jeremiah mandate. Oh, God, give us that mantle like unto Jeremiah that we would take on his mandate today, that we would take on his mandate in our life. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. We got to throw down those things that are incongruent with your spirit. We've got to throw them down. We've got to throw them down violently. We've got to throw them down. We've got to throw them down quickly. We've got to throw them down. We've got to throw them down. Those things that don't line up with your word, they must be thrown down because these are things, these manipulations, these false prophecies, these false signs, these false wonders, these false miracles, these are things that are trying to exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. They must be thrown down. They must be cast down. They must be destroyed. They must be root out. They must be. They must be. We're taking on the Jeremiah mandate today. Oh, the Jeremiah 110 mandate is our assignment today. I wish I could get 10 of you to say yes and amen. Hashtag we see you. I wish I could get just a handful of you to go on the offense with me and choose to cast it down, choose to throw it down, choose to tear it down. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. It's a Jeremiah 110 kind of day. I said it's a Jeremiah 110 kind of day. We're throwing down the enemy's plans. We're throwing Jack. We're throwing down Jezebel from the high places. Oh, Jehu came riding. Hey, hey, hey. Jehu came riding.
riding on his chariot. The Bible says he was driving like a madman. He had some righteous He had some righteous indignation. Oh, Jeremiah had some righteous indignation. Oh, Jeremiah, he had he had the same fervor against the false prophets. He confronted them. Jehu, Jeremiah, they had something different about them. They weren't going to submit to the false prophet. They weren't going to submit to the witch. Jeremiah. 110 mandate. The Jeremiah 110 mandate. Oh, Jesus. The Jeremiah 110 mandate. See, God didn't just appoint Jeremiah. God appointed you as the gatekeeper of your life, as the gatekeeper of your family, as the gatekeeper of your economy, as the gatekeeper of your business, as the gatekeeper. He appointed you. You are the only one who can throw down. You are the only one who can root out. You're the only one who can tear it down. You're You're the only one who can pull it down. You're the only one who can destroy it. In his name, you have authority. I see that, Lord. (laughs) There are some of you who are carrying thought structures, edifices, even skyscrapers in your mind that were built, first of all, on demonic foundations and erected on false prophecy. Because you were taught wrong, because you let that little bit of leaven in your soul at some point. You said yes and amen, and so too many seeds into a false prophet too many times, bought too many of their books, and listened to too many of their prayer calls, and got too many impartations. And here you are confused, befuddled, bemuddled, afraid, don't know where to turn unless somebody tells you. You are in bondage, some of you, to the faults. And God's going to set you free today. I said the good news is God's going to set you free today. I said the good news is God's going to set you free today. Today is the day of your freedom. Today is the day of your freedom. Today is the day of your freedom. God is reappointing you. You got a little off course. You got a little off track. You got a little mesmerized by a false prophet. You got a little bewitched by a, by a, by a, by a witch. You got a little taken off track, but God is reappointing you today. Oh, God is remantling you today. Oh, God is charging you today with the Jeremiah 110 mindset, with the Jeremiah 110 mission, with the Jeremiah 110 assignment, with the Jeremiah 110 mandate. Oh, Jehu came riding his chariot furiously. He saw Jezebel sitting up there seductive her face was painted the bible says her face was painted the bible says she printed herself up waiting for jehu hoping that since he was the new king she might be his new queen to continue ruling and reigning to continue feeding the prophets of baal 850 prophets were on jezebel's payroll there's a whole lot more on her payroll now spirit never died the queen died the spirit never died The queen died. The spirit never died. The queen died. The spirit never died. Jehu came riding his chariot. Jehu came riding his chariot furiously. He had a righteous indignation. He was a man on a mission. He saw Jezebel. He saw that false prophetess. That woman, Revelation 2.20, who calls herself a prophetess to teach and seduce God's servants to commit immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. Shabbat. Leading them astray. Leading them astray. 
leading them astray, deceptive practices. They talk about love, but hate is in their heart. They talk about love, but greed is in their heart. They talk about love, but ambition is in their heart. They talk about love and they may even do good works. These false ones, but don't let them fool you. Most of the gain goes in their pocket. Whatever you sow into their mission, they're skimming off the top and then some it's a scam. Be careful about these false prophets. Cuidate, por favor. Ah, Jehu came riding and he saw Jezebel high and lifted up in a window, high and lifted up, perched in her windowsill with a seductive look, thinking she would fool him, thinking she would con him, thinking she would trick him. But Jehu had a discerning spirit. Ah, Jehu had a discerning spirit. Kerebosha. Jehu had a discerning spirit. One of Jehu's sons rode up to him and said, is it peace, Jehu? Jehu said, not as long as Jezebel and her witchcrafts are permitted to prevail in the land. Let me just tell you something, sweetheart. There is no peace with a false prophet. You can't have peace with a false prophet. That's like saying you can have peace with the devil because they're agents of darkness. And unfortunately, not everybody out there who's operating in prophetic witchcraft is a false prophet. They're just ill motivated, motivated by money, motivated by what did I say? Platforms and paychecks. You can't have peace with somebody who doesn't walk in the truth of God. Not the kind of peace you're looking for. You can walk in peace with them, but you can't labor in peace with them. You can't follow their ministries. God, give us discernment. Jehu came riding. Jezebel was up in her window. He looked at her. She, she accused him, called him a betrayer, labeled him a Zimri, who was a man who killed a king in an insurrection. It didn't daunt, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't daunt him. And Jehu said, throw her down, throw her down. It's part of the Jeremiah 110 mandate. I point you over nations and kingdoms to uproot to tear down, to destroy, to throw down. It's time to overthrow Jezebel in your life. It's time to overthrow the false prophets in your life. It's time to overthrow the prophetic witchcraft in your life. It's time to overthrow those ones you've listened to that have planted wrong seeds in your head that have even caused you to doubt the ones that you love and that you know are true. In the name of Jesus, we throw down prophetic witchcraft. In the name of Jesus, we throw down Jezebel. In the name of Jesus, we throw down Python. In the name of Jesus, we throw down the, 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 the falsities of the prophets who bewitched our souls. In the name of Jesus, we throw it down. We say, no mas, devil, you will not rise again in our lives. You will not rise again in our midst. You will not be allowed to because we see you. Hashtag, we see you. Hashtag, we see you. Hashtag, we see you. And the eunuchs threw Jezebel down. Sometimes it's not enough to throw it down. You've got to tear it down. 
when something has exalted itself in a place that belongs to God, you have to throw it down. There's some strongholds that are in your mind that you have to tear down. If you have enthroned a false person and you're glorifying them, you're amening and sharing all of their stuff on Facebook, you've put them in a place that belongs to God or the leader that God has put in your life. Not that no man should be exalted. When you share, when you like, when you click the prophetic witchcraft, the false miracles, when you do these things, the blood is on your hands because you become an agent of darkness and deception. Think about that for a minute. And what's happened is you had a need, you had a want, you had a desire of your heart that was not fulfilled. And that prophetic witchcraft filled a void. The false promises brought you false hope. But it was whitewash, what Jeremiah, they called whitewash. In other words, they put a fresh coat of paint on a dilapidated building and sold it for a premium. They put a fresh paint of coat, fresh coat of paint on an old clunker car and sold it for more than what it was worth. That's what false prophets are doing to you. That's what these early morning miracle prayer broadcasts are doing in your life. By the end of the day, you'll realize you weren't healed. It was just a false anointing that came in the moment so that you would share a testimony so that they could put it on their Facebook live with your picture and your name. That's all it was. There is a false anointing, people. There's a false anointing. There's a false anointing. And sometimes what that really is, it's a demon. You end up sicker than you were before. You end up with more demons than you had before you went to these shysters for deliverance. You end up worse off because it wasn't God. It was the kingdom of darkness that you submitted to. Some things you throw down, some things you tear down. It's the Jeremiah 110 mandate. Tear it down. You got to tear down those lies in your mind. You got to tear them down. Some of you right about now, you're getting nauseous because you realize that you've believed a lie, that you bought into some false prophets or some deceiving ministers or some presumptuous prophet, or some immature pastor, you bought into their lies that set out to control you, to manipulate you, to gather you away from your own leaders and to themselves, to cause you to support their ministry instead of the one that you sit in every Sunday. Bring my tithes into the storehouse, says the Lord, and I'll pour out a blessing that you can't contain. I'll open the heavens, and you will be the recipient of a mega blessing. Shama Shadrababashi. What happens when you sow into a false prophet? Do you still get a reward? No. Uh-uh. It's no different than when you buy one of those scammy products for weight loss off a sponsored Instagram ad. They say you're going to lose three pounds a week. You spend $100 on that stuff. Makes you sick to your stomach. And you don't lose weight. As a matter of fact, you probably gained weight. And you know you got had. And you can't get your money back. It's just a waste. And instead of sowing into the kingdom, by sowing into false prophets, you're essentially robbing God. You're robbing the kingdom of funds that it needs to actually advance the true gospel. So, Father, we repent for every penny we sowed into a false prophet. We repent for every penny that we sowed into a false ministry. We repent for every penny that we sowed we weren't led by your spirit. We were led by a spirit of divination. We were led by that false anointing, the hyperbole. 
the emotionalism. And we thought it was God. We thought they were our daddy. They thought that we were, they were, they were our mama in the spirit. They thought we, they were their mentor, but all we were to them was a dollar sign. All we were to them is a number. All we were to them was a testimony they could share to make themselves look better. And I'm all for testimonies when they're true. Paychecks and platforms. We tear down. God, we ask you. Because apparently we're powerless to do anything without you. Your word says, apart from Christ, we can do nothing. So we tear down. We ask you by the power of God to tear down these false structures in our mind. The, the false narratives about your gospel that we've believed because religion taught us wrong. The false narratives about who Jesus is and how the kingdom operates that we learned from those who deceived us. The slick twisting of scripture. The slick twisting of scripture. The slick twisting of scripture that renewed our minds to the wrong truth. It was the truth as seen by the false minister, not the truth of the gospel, not the truth of the kingdom, not the truth of the Holy Spirit, not the truth of the word. It was a lie all along. So we're asking you today, God, to tear down and tear down, tear down, tear down the lies that we believe, the false narratives that we've been taught. God, tear it down. Tear it down. We don't, we repent. We don't want to believe a lie. We don't want, your word says in the Bible, many false prophets will rise and many will be deceived. Many is not one, two. Many is not three or four. Many is a lot. Tear it down, God. Tear it down. Tear these structures out of our minds. Jesus, show mercy on us. It is our responsibility to discern rightly. You've given us the tools. You've given us your spirit. Those who are Sons of God will be led by the Spirit of God. Those who are sons, those who are mature, they will be led by the Spirit of God, not some other spirit, not a witchcraft spirit, not a manipulation spirit, not a control spirit. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They are the mature ones. So help us, Lord, tear down these thoughts, these wrong thoughts, these wrong mindsets. So that we can grow and mature the right way. Have you ever seen when a child's leg comes out kind of crooked and they put a brace on the leg so that hopefully as it grows, it straightens out? That's what's happening with many Christians in the spirit. Their leg has become crooked. Their limb has become crooked. Their leg has become crooked because they believed something that was wrong. They started leaning in the wrong direction. Now their walk is off. And if your walk is off, if your gait is off, it throws off your spine and it throws off your neck. You're out of alignment. And when your spine is out of alignment, your whole body can get sick. To understand this, when your spine is out of alignment, it affects your health overall. When your neck has pinched nerves in it, you have all sorts of issues and pains and aches in your body. And some of you have been living with these spiritual aches and pains so long that you don't even notice them anymore. You're just plowing through, but you're not happy because somewhere along the line, you believed a lie. Somebody taught you wrong. Some pastor, some teacher with a wrong agenda 
taught you something that served their purposes instead of the purposes of the Lord. And now you've got these spiritual aches and pains, these despair moments, these depression moments, can't cast your cares, don't understand, can't rightly divide the word of truth, can't stay awake long enough to read the words. You've lost your spiritual hunger. I don't know, but it was a spiritual attack because you are valuable to God. He loves you and he has a great plan for you. And the false prophets are operating under an enemy agenda to steal the glory from God. They don't want to see the kingdom advance. They're agents of darkness. Throw it down, God. Tear it down, God. Tear it down, God. Tear it down. Tear it out of our minds. Jeremiah had the mandate to uproot things, to uproot things. So, Father, the name of Jesus, we uproot every lie. We uproot every deception. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you dwell on the inside of us. Holy Spirit, you know where we're believing a lie. Uproot it, please. Uproot it. Pull it out by the root. We don't want to whack off the weeds. We don't want to get a temporary fix where we get a moment of revelation, a moment of, oh, wow, look at that, look at that. And then all of a sudden, that lie that we believe chokes out the word that was just planted in our heart by a pastor who loves us. God uproot it, pull it up by the root, 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 pull it up by the root. We don't want it to grow back again. That's why some of you have good seasons, but then that old lie overcomes the truth, overshadows the truth, chokes out the word that you keep sowing in. It's such a fight. It's such a struggle. You wonder why you're not growing spiritually, why you're not advancing. People around you are seem to be going higher and you're studying more than they are. It's because that lie that's in your heart has choked out the word and it's a fight. It's a struggle. You gain a little ground, but then that one lie, you just keep bumping into it. That one false prophecy, you just can't let go of it. Approve it, God. We see you. False prophet, I know you're coming back to my broadcast later. I should say false prophets. Witches, I know you're coming back to my broadcast later to hear me, to curse me. But I've got news for you. I've got an army of intercessors, 5,000 of them, who are praying for me every day, and you cannot penetrate because God himself is my shield. And I will continue to expose you because that is my mandate. That is my mission. The gospel will be preached into all the world and then the end will come. The gospel could have been preached into all the world by now if we'd stopped giving our money to false prophets. The billion soul harvest could have been could have been had. Lots of souls wouldn't have died and go to hell if we were not giving our money to the false prophets. God, forgive us. Jesus, forgive us for diverting your finances to spread darkness in the earth. Jesus, forgive us. Root out the lies. Jeremiah had a mandate to destroy, to destroy. Jesus came, why? Jesus came, why? Jesus came, why? Jesus came, why? To destroy the works of the darkness. Ah, that's why Jesus came. Jeremiah had the same mandate. Jesus was on a mission to destroy the works of darkness, not just do a dance with them or in one season he'll expose them. No. He exposed it the whole time he walked the earth. So, Father, anoint us today to destroy the works of darkness. Anoint us today to be part of the solution instead of being those who keep falling for the same thing. We don't even think. We don't even try to discern. We just, oh, this guy's on Facebook. Oh, I saw him on, in Chuck Pierce's church one time, so he must be okay. 
No, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. This is random. You don't know that Chuck Pierce or Bill Hammond or whoever it was that had them at their conference. You don't know. They didn't rebuke the snot out of them in the back room for some error they spoke on stage. You don't know. Use your own discernment for crying out loud. As Paul would say, for the sake of Christ, use your own discernment. Because you see somebody on somebody else's platform, you don't know. You don't know what went on that they're never going to. You don't know. But God knows. He loves you. And he wants to tell you, here's the thing. Until you tear down, uproot, destroy, and throw down this false stuff that some of you have believed, and believe me, we're all susceptible to it, okay? We're all susceptible to it, okay? Anybody can be deceived. Anybody. So don't walk around in condemnation because you were fooled. Some of your eyes will be opened. Some of you will harden up against me and say, oh, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. It's because you're following a false prophet. But one day you'll get free. God's will. One day you'll get free. And you'll remember these words. This is part of the chiseling effect that's trying to break through the lies in your mind. One day you'll get free. Because oftentimes offense is the first step to your deliverance. So if this is offending you today, you have to ask yourself why? Because it's the word of God. If this is offending you today, you have to ask why? Because it's the word of God. And it's all prayers based on the word of God. So if it's offending you today, you have to search your heart and say, what lie am I believing that the word of God would offend me? Who am I sitting under that's spoon feeding me deception? And I'm so loyal to that person that I can't even believe the truth when it's spelled out plainly in front of my face, chapter and verse. Who is it? Why? How am I falling? Set them free, God. Until you uproot, tear down, throw down and destroy, beloved, you can't build and plant. You can't build and plant. What you build keeps falling down because it's built on a wrong foundation. It's built on a, 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 the foundation of false prophecy and witchcraft, divination, lies. Until you tear down, destroy, overthrow... You might build, but you can't build very high. Jesus said, anybody who, 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 build, who, who does what I say and teaches others to do so. I'm going to read you this from scripture because some of you need to hear it right directly from the word, not just me quoting it. Let's be very clear. Because what foundation are you? But you can't build and plant on lies. You can't build and plant on deception. You can't build and plant on the false prophecies that you're holding on to because you just can't let them go because you want it too bad. You can't build your life on that, guys. Matthew 7, 24, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, what saying? Sermon on the Mount. Go read it. Right before Matthew 24 is Matthew 21, 22, and 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, when there's a therefore in the Bible, you have to ask what the therefore is there for. Therefore, Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But 
Everyone who hears these sayings of mine, what sayings? The Sermon on the Mount, and does not do them, will be like a foolish man who has built his house on the sand, the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. When you don't build your life on the rock of Jesus, you won't build anything that lasts. That's why some of you keep having to pick up the pieces of your life over and over again. Yes, sometimes that happens because of an enemy attack. Yes, sometimes that happens because of our wrong decisions. But sometimes that wrong decision was listening to a false minister. So Father, show mercy on us, on all of us. Show mercy on us. Show mercy on us. Show mercy on us. Show mercy on us because we were taught wrong. We didn't know there were so many bad guys out here, even though your word warns us over and over again to test the spirits to see if they're from God because many false prophets have got out into the world to deceive many. You told us, but somehow it didn't sink in. You told us, but somehow it just, we just, it was hard to believe there were so many people that call themselves Christians. We thought we were all on the same team and they were so subtle, God. They were so... They were so good at what they did, God. They were experts in deception, and we don't have an excuse, but we're just giving you our thought process because we want you to understand we didn't mean to hurt your heart. We didn't mean to hurt your heart. We didn't mean to offend your spirit. We didn't mean to insult the spirit of grace. We didn't mean it. We were fooled. We take responsibility. We take responsibility. You tried to warn us, and we didn't heed your warning. We're so wrapped up in our needs at the moment we didn't look to you to meet them you warned us we didn't hear you so forgive us God forgive us cleanse us from all unrighteousness and put in us a steadfast spirit renew in us a clean heart encourage our hearts with your love there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus but there is only love and correction repentance which is a gift so father I'm asking you to give us discernment we don't want to keep making the same mistakes let this last one we made be the last one we make along these lines father we praise you we thank you we honor you we adore you in Jesus name amen and amen amen can you tell that I'm passionate about this I do not want you to be deceived nor do I want you to be guilty with blood on your hands for propagating false prophecy it's so gosh it's so it's so slick it's so slick it's so slick I understand how the deception happens it's so slick guys that's why I wrote the book discerning prophetic witchcraft because I I I don't want you to get deceived I couldn't even cover it all in the book there's so much that's happened since I wrote the book I'm not kidding there's so much that's happened since I wrote the book that I'm doing a special webinar series about five or six teachings it's called discerning prophetic witchcraft you can go to my website you can sign up for that you can get the book right there and the webinar recognizing faults immature and presumptuous prophets and prophecy that steals your money hypes your faith and derails your life I'm urging you by the mercies of God if you're one and you know you've been deceived you know that you've even if you don't know because a lot of you are deceived and you don't know it, and that's the problem this is gonna open your eyes I beseech you by the mercies of God to consider by the Spirit of God if this is something that will help you and if it's not then don't sign up for it if it's something that you feel is going to help you 
Please, you have no idea in this season how much I'm investing in myself so I can invest more in you. You probably didn't know this, but I take classes outside too. Not in the things I teach, but in other things I need to learn. For example, I'm taking a, a worship courses. I'll never teach on worship. I'll never do a workshop on worship. I'll never do anything on school, the spirit on worship, but I need to learn the greater dynamics of worship teams and worship atmospheres so that I can better work with my worship team to create a better experience for the people who come to my church. I invest in myself. I have a voice coach to help me so that when I go off and begin to prophetically declare things and I, I, I go off into the song of the Lord that I sound good. <laughs> That I sound better. I'm investing in myself so I can be a better minister to you. So that you can better receive. So we can create atmospheres. You need to invest in your... This is this is critical, guys. There's also on the school, school of the spirit.tv developing spiritual discernment, which goes beyond the witchcraft into every area of your life. If this is going to help, please. If this is going to help you, please. What is discernment? Why is discernment vital? Discern, uh, characteristics of a discerning person, why we miss it so often, growing in discernment, understanding types of discernment, discerning your calling, discerning true and false prophecy, discerning the meaning of dreams and visions, discerning the presence of God, discerning angels in your midst, discerning times and seasons, discerning spiritual warfare against your life, discerning specific spirits attacking you, discernment, discernment in prayer and intercession, discernment and deliverance, dis discerning what church to attend or leave, discerning who to marry, discerning the will of God in a specific situation, discerning your children's spiritual gifts get equipped some of you people prophesied upgrade but you got to do some upgrading of yourself look this these things are not expensive okay they do cost something some guy got on the yesterday said everything you do cost a thousand dollars no nothing I do cost a thousand dollars so over 20 hours of teaching there first hundred people that sign up for that it's seventy nine dollars that covers our costs of the platforms the technologies the video editors the web designers and all the things that we have to have to produce it. Go sign up for if it's going to help you. Amen. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join that movement if you're interested in seeing revival in your city, being that worked with a group of prayer leaders under my tutelage. I'm going to speak on some things on our next Zoom call. I'm going to do a short teaching, not an hour teaching, but I'm probably going to do a 15 or 20 minute teaching on things I think are relevant that you need to know right now as prayer movement leaders and how to navigate. And then we'll, we'll, again, we'll open up for the Q&A and your ideas and your things. Guys, just be careful, okay? I don't want to scare you. Most of, most of the prophets in the world are good prophets, but the false prophets aren't really prophets. They just call themselves prophets. Some of them don't even call themselves prophets. They don't take on a title because they want to be unassuming. Just be careful. God bless you. I love you guys. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family.
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APM. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.